0: Hello my fellow hiking nerds and welcome to the Hiker Podcast. My name is Owen Hamilton. This is the show where we discuss all things hiking, walking, backpacking, through hiking, basically anything to do with exploring the great outdoors by foot. This week on the podcast, I speak to Amy Cooper, a mother of three who lives by the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. As well as being a registered nurse, she is also the creator of the Wanderling Baby Wearing Jacket, which is one of those products that you see and you, you kind of think, how have I not seen this before? Essentially, it's a waterproof, warm and breathable jacket that is designed to enable mothers to get outdoors with their little ones feel confident that they are as protected as themselves but you can learn more about the product over at Wanderling.us. I really enjoyed speaking to Amy about her journey to building this product kind of out of necessity and that she was also aware of the impact that time in the outdoors had on her mental health. Having experienced postnatal depression This special time with her family outdoors was just incredibly valuable. Before we get into this interview let's talk about Hiker. This podcast is brought to you by Hiker. Hiker is the essential app for those wanting to get outdoors with confidence. Over 400,000 hikers have used this app to plan, map and track their adventures to date. With Hiker you can navigate on one of our 19,000 verified hiking trails that are constantly being updated using local information. You can plan your own route and track it completely offline while using the best local maps, like Ordnance Survey, Harvey Maps, OSI, USGS, Land Information New Zealand, TAS Maps, Get Lost and many more. And Hiker is also the only hiking app to provide east-west maps. Fans of Barry Dalby's maps will now find the digital version of on hiker, as part of a Pro Plus subscription, which you can try for free by heading over to hiker.app forward slash purchases or just sign up using the app itself. The app is totally free to download, so head over to the App Store or Play Store now to get started. Also, a quick note before we get into the interview if you're listening to this and are interested in picking up one of the Wanderling jackets or any product on the Wanderling website, Amy has kindly offered our listeners 10% off their purchase when you use the code HIKER10. That's H-I-I-K-E-R 10 at checkout to get 10% off. Now, without further ado, my interview with Amy Cooper.
1: Sure. My name is Amy Kuber. I am the owner and creator of the Wanderling Confluence Jacket. It's a baby-wearing jacket designed for moms to use whatever carrier they choose. And then the carrier, if it's in a front carry position, the jacket will cover mom and baby so they can share body warmth. It also has the capacity to convert if you have a back carry position. Uh, The panel I recommend using for that last little bit of pregnancy when your bump's too big for your regular coat and you just need something to keep your bump covered. And uh, also, once you're done baby wearing or if you get a chance to sneak away without baby you can wear the jacket if you just take the panel out so it's it's kind of like a four in one kind of a deal uh and it has the capacity to be a useful product for longer than just that short amount of time that baby's little
0: so, so where, where did the, the the idea for wanderling come from
1: Well, it all started when my, after my third child was born, he was just a couple months old. And my husband said, let's go out to the national forest in Colorado and cut down a Christmas tree. And I thought, oh, hell no, I can't, I can't do that. You know, the baby's too little. I'm going to be super anxious and paranoid that the baby's fingers and toes are going to get cold. I've got two other kids that I have to dress up and, you know, that's, six boots and six mittens and three hats and extra stuff and scarves and sleds and all that stuff. And I thought there's just, I just, I was so overwhelmed. I just didn't think I could do it. And I could tell my husband was really disappointed because it was, it was a tradition that he wanted to start for our family. And so I thought, okay, I got to figure out a way around this. I want to be able to be comfortable and not have that anxiety Um, And also, you know, when you're out postholing in the snow and picking up kids and dragging them on a sled and such, like, you get hot and sweaty. And so you're constantly, like, zipping and unzipping. And, um, you know, sometimes you'll even take your jacket off and tie it around your waist. Well, if you're confined, essentially, with a baby carrier over the top of your jacket, then... You know you have to take the baby out of the carrier and then you have to take off the jacket and then you have to put the baby back in the carrier, put the carrier back on and then kind of do that process over as you are stopping and starting and i just thought i don't want to do that like there's got to be something out there that i can use and i couldn't find what i was looking for i scoured the web and um, there's a couple of really nice european brands but the you know the shipping time and the expense of all of that i just thought I, there's got to be something else i can do So I got a pattern and I'm not a seamstress, but I stayed up really late at night and kind of did this makeshift version of what is now the Wanderling Confluence jacket. Um, and it was God awful. I'm, I'm not, I'm not skilled very much at all. And so it was lopsided and the shoulders were crooked and one sleeve was longer than the other. Uh, but I wore it and I started wearing it even before the, the tree cutting trip. Uh, and I just got such good use out of it, you know, going to the grocery store and dropping kids off at school. Uh, My son was in preschool at the time. And the first time that I wore it, when I got out of the car, put the baby in the carrier, threw the jacket on over me. By the time I walked from the car to the front door of the preschool, which granted the school was sort of like my target audience I had six different moms walk up to me and say, oh my God, that's so cool. Where did you get that? I wish I'd have had one of those when I had a baby. And oh man, I could have used that for my twins. And so I came home and talked to Chris, my husband, and said, I think we might be onto something. I think more people would find this meaningful and useful and helpful in their day-to-day lives. And so it just kind of went from there you know i hired a professional apparel designer to make it pretty and to do the size grading and uh found a manufacturer to put it together and um just been having a a really fun time figuring it out along the way and meeting cool people along the way and the whole thing started out of necessity so it's not what i thought i would be doing (laughs)
0: Yeah, I, I, the, like a lot of those journeys, though, like they just they just happen, you know. Um, so you, you stumble upon, upon something out of necessity, and then all of a sudden, it's it's, it's consumed you. It's funny because, like, the way you described how you scoured the internet looking for something, and then you started building something yourself, uh, is the story of a lot of like. Businesses where you're just like just nothing out there. Why 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 is that not there? But even more so of like the hiking audience as well. Like I've had a few people on this show um, that make backpacks, uh, and and they 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 are carrying a backpack, and the you know whatever brand of backpack that they have never seems to do the job they're looking for. It never because bodies are different every single body is completely different it's different shape different size uh different bone structure everything is just so different so they they had to go and build their own backpacks um and it's just i just think it's, it's 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 quite funny the similarities even though you're talking about something that's on your back and something that's on your front is it's, it's so similar um so at what point then did did you i suppose turn it into a business like when when did it when was it like okay we're going to start trading online did you well the whole process
1: of doing you know the development piece um and the design and then finding a manufacturer and all of that it probably took i'd say like a good year year and a half maybe you know and everything that we are doing we're funding ourselves and that's part of the reason why we've been small for so long is you know you you don't want to lose your house because of this crazy hair brain scheme you had to to make this thing and make it available um so you know we kind of had to take our time and we started in small batches and uh you know i i'm not tech savvy and so building a website and having my babysitter teach me how to use instagram and You know, it was a very, uh, it was a very slow process. I am an old dog, but I can definitely learn new tricks. (laughs) So uh, sometimes I just needed a little extra time and instruction to make that happen. So. um, Well, good things come to
0: also that waste, though. Like, you know, like, I I, think, to be honest, you know, having only realized your product there, recently, like I got introduced through, uh, through Alicia in uh, in hike a baby. And you know, only, uh, understanding your product there. I, 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 it's one of those moments where I'm like, why does this not exist? Why is that not way more popular? I haven't seen a product now. I'm not your target market, me, myself. I do have a daughter. I, uh, I have a t- teenage daughter, but certainly could have used your product back when she was a, a baby. Uh, I've got friends that have uh, young children and, ba- and babies themselves and are expecting. And this is, like, straight after the show, by all means, you're going to have a lot of customers in, in Ireland if you can deliver over here. Um, I can.
1: I will, ma- I will drive over there myself if I have to. <laughs> uh.
0: um, but, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, as soon as you – click with something it just starts to to, to skyrocket and I I, and I I genuinely hope that for you because it's not you're not just doing this from the perspective of necessity you're also doing it for like i suppose the the idea that we need to spend more time in the outdoors and and maybe you speak more about this from a from a, a mother's perspective and a new mother's perspective
1: yeah. Well, I will say, first of all, as far as the product goes, I think it's one of those things that people don't even, because it's not a common thing, people don't even know that it's a thing that they could look for, you know? And um, and like I said, there's other European companies out there and they're few and far between. And I think just small, you know, family-owned businesses as well. And, you know, there's plenty of room for all of us, I think, because just nobody nobody knows it's a thing. And so a lot of times if I'm wearing or if people see pictures of it, they're just, you know, astounded, like, oh, well, well why didn't I think of that? You know? Um, and I think, well, you probably did, but you probably aren't as crazy as I am to stay up all night with a new baby and figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, you know, Chris and I uh, met in Summit County in colorado where all the ski resorts are and uh our first date was a hike uh and you know we had dogs and we were going up a hiking trail and you know we saw mountain lion tracks and ran into elk hunters and it snowed and it was just this crazy thing but that's who we were when we were younger it was always go 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 adventure adventure check out the next thing try the newest thing and so i remember telling my mom when i was pregnant with my first baby and saying oh it's not going to change me i'm i'm just i'm still going to be me i'm going to be i'm it's not going to stop me from doing any of the things that i want to do you know she'll just come with me and uh boy howdy was i in for a major life learning lesson cuz it was hard uh, and I was far away from family and didn't have a support system. And in addition to that, I ended up with severe postpartum depression and anxiety. And I like couldn't get off the couch, you know. And it's a, it's a long story for cocktails, but um, it took me a long while to get to a place uh, where I was feeling like I could handle things. And, you know, I felt bad for a long time cuz we weren't doing the things that we used to do and the things that brought us together as a couple and you know fly fishing and snowboarding and hiking and backpacking and uh those kinds of things and um you know my husband says to his single friends or friends that don't have kids he's like man he's like it just it, kids really ruin everything <laughs> you know <laughs> because his buddies are like, oh yeah, come up for the weekend and we're going to go fi- ice fishing. And, and he's like, I can, I, I got the kids and we've got other soccer games and other things like that. So, you know, I think uh, it's such as having a family is such a striking change of mindset and everything. Um, and then me feeling so Down and anxious and stressed. And I didn't want anybody to get hurt. And I didn't want anybody to get cold. And, you know, the the mountain lion tracks take on a different meaning when you're outside with a screaming baby. And so uh, it was really, really hard. But also looking at Chris and saying, you know, for his sake too, I have to get myself together and get through this, learn to manage this that I'm feeling and everything I'm going through and, uh, feel good and be active. And, and so he, that, so when, when the Christmas tree cutting came up, uh, he definitely pushed me in like a loving way, but he wasn't going to take no for an answer. And I didn't want to say no to that. And, Uh, It made such a huge difference, you know, being outside, fresh air, uh, watching the look on the kids' faces when, you know, they're jumping in the snow. And and I think that being outside has so many benefits, but the thing that's biggest for me is that mental health piece that I just feel, you know, as humans – you know, we forget that we're mammals. It's, it's the same thing with like breastfeeding is people are really put off by breastfeeding that it should be, you know, not done publicly and all that stuff. And I think, well, when did you forget that we're actually animals? We're mammals, like we're part of this world and interconnected and dependent on one another. And this is just how we were built. And, uh, so I just think we can't, we can't not take our kids outside yeah and hope to survive as a species as well as you know just a happy family so
0: Mm. well it's 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 interesting about what you say there about like we're we're all interconnected and it was actually something that came up on the show there recently like you know did uh I, 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 sorry. Before the interview here, our chat here, we were speaking beforehand about the overview effect. Uh, about that, it's this thing that spending more time in the outdoors gives you a better perception of things. And one of the perceptions is is that we are all part of a a microcosm. That you know everything is interconnected. We are all interconnected, and that doesn't just mean humans. It also means humans and nature. Um. But also the, the uh, one of the things you were touching on there is when you're bringing your kids outdoors as well. That's also like it, it's 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 impacting them from a really early age. It's getting them part to to, to understand that they're part of this um, this ecosystem that they are an an, an animal like like. I don't know what way you communicate that to, to them, but you you make them feel like they're a part of this wider thing, and they're not just something that's in, in a small little box, and that they have like these black boxes that are pointing at them constantly, and they're flashing. And uh, when they see you in the outdoors feeling confident, that is reflective on them as well.
1: Yeah, and I sort I I like the notion of uh, sort of allowing my kids to be wild animals. I say, you know, they know they're wild animals because I say it to them all the time, you know, and they we're we're very fortunate to live in a place where we have lots of wide open space and a big yard and, um, you know, other neighbor kids and they're constantly outside playing and climbing trees and fences and, you know, running around with animals and, um, you know, and even on a, a really basic level, we have a big garden and talk about being exposed to this capacity to be connected with the world around you. My one of my favorite things is to watch my kids walk into the garden, pull a cucumber off the vine, and just sit down and eat it right off the vine, carrots dirty out of the ground, you know, and I think that that's you know, it's, it's different than taking them out hiking, but it's the same concept of like, be aware of the world around you, be aware of the effect that you have on the world, be aware of the difference that you can make and, you know, why it's, why we're important and why, you know, the, you know, the predator prey cycle and, you know, the food chain and all of those things um, are important and necessary. Um, And not to get way off topic, but, uh, when I met my husband, I was a vegetarian and he's a hunter. And so learning that balance of how, you know, as stewards of the earth, is it stewards or stewards? I always think stewards. I say that. Yeah. I think
0: it's think stewards. Steward. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So as being stewards of the earth, it's our responsibility to, you know, protect and, uh, conserve. And, and I think my, wild animals have a pretty good perception of that, and uh, i'm I'm grateful that I'm in a situation where I can provide that for them. and mm-hmm. so, you know, I just think we have to help each other out because that's the other piece, too is yes, we're interconnected with the world around us and the flora and the fauna, but we're pack animals too, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: being able to support each other in getting to where we want to be or where we need to be um, it's important but it's really fun
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know
1: it it's a fun way to and, do
0: it and, that, and I, I guess that's that's why you see like I suppose the, the a hot topic or like a, a really popular word these days is community the word community like you'll see pop up everywhere and the reason for that is because communities thrive Anytime you have a good community that's that's founded in in in, in I suppose in good beliefs or in, in um, struggling to find the right words, but they're they're founded on these principles that, that people can buy into. They thrive, and um, more often than that, that's that's just like a, a shared love of the outdoors, a shared love of of connecting with nature, or um mothers like and young mothers or new mothers or mothers of young children uh, bonding together or or families bonding together or you know community com, I, I suppose my point is that that communities thrive it's really really hard for an individual to to uh to bring an idea out or to connect with people when you know there's no there's no connection there I'm, I'm Kind of losing my point here now but uh
1: no i know what you're saying uh, it takes a village you know and i th- i think it that it's related to all things you know and it's that that phrase is related to child rearing and such but it's so true i don't know how we ever got away from the notion that it takes a village you know was it yeah. when we moved to the suburbs and we all had our individual little cookie cutter homes and and it was sort of like was, and I'm speculating, I don't know, I, I'm not a historian or anthropologist, I haven't researched this, but it seems to me like, you know, there was this period in history where maybe like not living next door to your parents and, um, you know, cousins and things like that and and became kind of like a, a status thing or a position in, in our society and culture. And then it became like this, well, we're independent and we can do it on our own and and you know, is that when things sort of went to the wayside and we stopped having that community sense and that village mentality? Um, you know, when a, it used to be when a woman had a baby, she had her mother and sister and cousins and, you know, neighbors from down the way, and they'd all come and they would tend to her. And I do know historically there used to be a period called a lying in where the mother was expected to just hang out with her baby in bed or however, just lots of skin to skin contact and the women around her, her family and friends and village would tend to the other children and to the animals and the housekeeping and the cooking and the cleaning um, and the the emotional support. And, I, and we don't have that anymore. And I think that's why we see things like postpartum depression and anxiety and PTSD and, um, you know, why we have well i think there's a lot of reasons for the mental health issues that we have in this world but i definitely think that's a part of it that that sense of being disconnected when in fact it's in you know it's intrinsic we we need to connect in order to thrive and mm-hmm. make the best of it so and yeah. and sharing experiences and helping each other with opportunities you know, we, we need that. And I think that we've gone to the wayside. We've become this very impersonal, which is funny to me too, because when we have things like tech, like this, that you can be in Ireland and I can be in Colorado and we can have a conversation in a relationship, you know, like we don't have to be disconnected. We can be even more connected than we ever have been.
0: Yeah, I, that's a good point. But, uh, but uh, um, there's, there's a limit to that um, because like, there, there's whole companies, like, in fact, our company, the uh, Hiker, is is pretty much entirely work from home, and that takes its toll after a while. So, like, I work from home four days a week. I do one week where I come into this shared space that I'm currently in at the moment. There are other people around, but I'm not really engaging with them. It's more of an atmosphere that I'm, I'm trying to, to create around myself to, to I don't know, like make juices flow better <laughs> um,
1: was it like that before the pandemic or was that the pandemic that sort of forced you so into this
0: we, we actually like we founded the company in the middle of the pandemic ah. uh, so it's, it, we're, we're, we're a young company we're, we're very very new um, and but the company uh, the, so the other guys that are in the company from time to time when we do get together like it's a totally different ball game like we work on a whole different level. And we communicate on a whole different level, and like just things get done. I feel m- much better. Uh, the, the the quality and the value that I, t- I take out of that is, is much higher. Um, and more often than not, that's actually done in an outdoor space. So like looping that back in, in that the outdoors, hiking in particular is, um, is, I suppose the one of the last. Great spaces where that those communities can thrive, and where where you, you, these groups of people can get together, and you know, experience the outdoors together, be able to communicate, be able to to kind of empathise with each other. Because when we go out and we have our like our our Friday morning hike in the Wicklow Mountains, which is just beside us here, we we just we just we walk away from that feeling so energised, so. Mm-hmm kind of thankful and grateful for the time that we actually uh, get to spend together when we do that and I've, I've experienced that as well in, in other facets like uh, with time with my daughter when we get to go out and spend time outdoors as well we might only walk for about 20-30 minutes but we've sat down on a rock and we've just like looked around the valley or whatever and we just chat and we just talk and that time is way more valuable than sitting in a movie theater or you know sitting and we're both on our phones or or whatever and i i i don't want to speak for you but i imagine that's exactly what it's like with 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 uh with mothers and young mothers with like and trying to bring in the product a little bit but that that ability now to 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 go out and giving yourself that confidence to go outside with the product like the Wanderling, is enables that
1: yeah, and that's, you know, that was my hope when I, uh, I think it was before I had my third child, I started like a Facebook community group of, uh, you know, moms, moms that could get together at the trailheads and hike, um, if you know, for all kinds of reasons. You know, there's, we have rattlesnakes in the summertime and mountain lions and just companionship and uh, safety, uh, things like that. And so I had this really nice little group and it was never the exact same mix of people each time. And we would do it every week. And then the seasons changed and it started to get cold. And then that stopped, you know? And so I think that was definitely part of the motivation for the jacket was like, we got to get back out there too. You know, we got to, we can't let this stop us because it's important. But I think, you know, going out on the trail with kids, no matter what equipment you have with you is, uh, it's like, man, if you have high blood pressure, just go take your kid outside and watch them delight in a grasshopper bouncing from leaf to leaf, you know, and chasing it. Um, Butterflies, leaves falling. I can't even tell you how many times I have just put rock after rock after rock in my pocket because for whatever reason, that was the most special rock in that, you know, six feet of space. that just had to come home with us. And, you know, they stop every two inches, it seems like, you know, I try really hard not to destination hike with little kids, especially because it's not, if that's what it's about, it's not fun and relaxing and joyful at all. It's like, come on, stand up, put that down. Let's go get back here. You know, and it, it just can't, it can't be like that. So you just have to be willing to meander and be willing to wander which is the inspiration for the name our little Mm -hmm. wanderlings just need a chance to get out and move around and you know take the time it goes the time goes by so fast you know you have a teenage daughter it goes by so fast and you think you have to fill your calendar and have all these accomplishments and you know and it's just like no just stop in the moment and take the time and just let it be. You know, some of the most fun we've had as a family is just like wandering around and then stopping and playing in the dirt for a while, you know? Yeah. And uh, come up with cool stories and ideas. And one of my boys is a big history buff. And so we always talk about like, imagine this land before humans and, you know, come up with all these. So we just have a great time and it's just. When we come home, we're all happier and more relaxed and we eat better and we sleep better. And I really hope that that's what my kids remember about growing up and having Mm. me as their mom is that they got to be wild and they got to be crazy and get dirty. Oh, man, you know, just stomp in the mud if you want to and just just do it. And I tell my kids, too, related to that, I tell my kids, you have your whole life to be a grown-up, and you only have this finite amount of time to be a kid. You know, my daughter's 12, so she's, like, on the cusp of that tweeny-teeny stuff, and I am really proud of her because she is not in a hurry to, Mm -hmm. you know, wear the makeup and like the boys and, you know, do all the things that, you know, a lot of her peers are doing. And, you know, she, she'll go outside and bird watch and, you know, we have livestock. And so she goes out and plays around with the baby goats and, uh, and she's just, you know, none of them are in a hurry to mature and take that, go to that next level. They mm-hmm. like being kids. They like being able to run around and, Um, and I'm grateful for that because I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like when I was a kid, I couldn't wait to grow up and I, I wanted to have all of this responsibility and I wanted to be independent and I just wanted to make my own decisions and do my own thing. And, um, you know, and in doing that, I think I missed out on a lot of those opportunities to just be and just take it all in you know yeah
0: i think i i i think i can relate to that as well like i definitely when i was growing up i saw i looked at the older kids i looked at the the older guys in school and looked up to them and go i want to be i want to be them i want to be older and then when i got to them i was like oh i want to be in college oh and then i looked at that and i was like oh i want to have my own house so i want to like be completely independent and um mm-hmm. It definitely was like one eye in the future but then like you also do like i suppose be kind to yourself and like look back and go well actually there were some like good kind of moments back then as well um oh
1: yeah yeah my folks i grew up in uh michigan and we used to go to the upper peninsula and you know we had a a trailer a camping trailer and we'd camp and fish and so i i did have a lot of exposure to being outside but i don't think like hiking and and um love of the outdoors really evolved until i was in college um and i remember my mom sort of teasing me saying do you remember when you used to just be terrified of bugs and you just hated dirt and i'm like yeah well but i guess i've evolved or something because now I just can't see what I would do without it you know
0: yeah yeah it's it I, I I only really got into the outdoors like surfing was my main introduction to the outdoors properly like definitely went on walks and like we went for picnics and you know spend time in the outdoors as a kid but not a huge amount of memories of like actually being you know, in the woods or in the mountains or anything like that. But in the last 10 years, I've, it's just, it's this moment of like, I've missed out on all of this. I cannot believe Mm -hmm. I've had this playground around me all this time. And I've just been, you know, playing music or, you know, well, that's good obviously as well. But like, I've been distracted by civilization rather than, Mm -hmm. than the, the real world that's, that actually exists behind me. I wanted to ask you is there any like hiking trips or anything that you've done with your family that are, are particularly uh, memorable
1: well we we try to do now that they're a little older we try to do at least one backpacking trip a summer and uh the first trip that we took them on it was a real easy oh, probably like a two-mile hike into a camp spot, but what was really special about it for me was that it was the same place that Chris had taken me on our first hiking date. And so to be able to take them back there and say, this is, you know, where daddy and I hung out for the first time alone and, you know, started to like each other. And, uh, so that was really, sweet and that was chris's idea that oh we have to take them to the willowbrook trail uh up in summit county and um i don't know there's just every trip there's been you know something crazy or weird that's happened um we were out in williams fork area which uh Was damaged by some recent fires that we've had in Colorado, which was such a bummer. But we were out there, I think, the summer before all that happened. And my littlest was probably four. And we stopped to take a break. You know, we're backpacking in. We're going to spend a couple nights. We stopped to take a break to get a snack. And everybody just, you know, throws off their backpacks and, and, you know, gets their snacks out of their bags and stuff. And all of a sudden, Weston just starts screaming and i'm like oh my god what's happening it's a rattlesnake it's something well he had landed and dropped his backpack on a, a nest of ground wasps oh. and it was all these you know we have tons of beetle kill up here so it was like all these fallen logs and my husband and i are like just running and scrambling and jumping over because we you know we're off trail a bit and uh so we, we get to him and my husband like swoops him up and runs away and he's brushing him off and whacking him all at the same time and stuff. And it was the greatest thing was, is I thought, man, that's it. It's over. He's going to freak out. He is never going to go outside again. We're going to have to turn around and take him home. You know, I wasn't sure how bad the situation was and, you know, did I need to take him to the doctor or, you know, was he going to have an allergic reaction? And he he was very upset, reasonably so, for a four-year-old for about 10 or 15 minutes. And then he, like, took a drink of water, and he had a snack, and he said, let's go. And so we continued the trip. It didn't stop him. And we ended up having a, a great time. And it's 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 now become one of these stories that he likes to tell about how grown up he is and what a big boy he is. Uh, you know, it's almost like a badge of honor that he yeah. – manage that and you know there's always something crazy like that on every trip you know that we that we go on that something wacky happens but it's beautiful because they're so they've become so resilient and they love what we do and so they don't want to let anything stop them I mean, yeah. they'll complain about it when we're packing up and getting ready. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go backpacking. But then the minute we hit the trail, they're like off and running and being wild animals, and it's just really yeah. fun to watch. That's
0: beautiful. um Yeah, the, the resilience part is, is so important. Is so yeah important in that in that like that that time outdoors is, is building that resilience and. The exposure to more things like that will build that i uh, i remember bringing my daughter uh, when she was 10 we did a we did a backpacking trip in the uk and it was it was tough i will say and I, I i probably like in my naivety like pushed her a little bit beyond what she she was well she was clearly capable of it but pushed her a little bit beyond what i i, I usually would have um but just like what you were saying about your your kids uh you know using it like it's 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 like this scar that he's showing off it's this cool scar that he's showing off to his mm-hmm. friends and to their family members that's exactly what my daughter does now as well it's like do you remember that time we were in the uk and we, <laughs> we saw that thing and we we hiked like 25 kilometers in one day and i was like i do i do and like I, like my heart just explodes because I'm so proud of her, and like I'm like, yeah, you boast about that because that is cool. Like you were, like mm-hmm. you push yourself so much. Um, but uh, yeah, look, it, uh, Amy, I, I I'd love to actually spend way more time and, and chat to you, and, and uh, uh, maybe we'll have another chat another time in yeah. the future.
1: Yeah, if you're uh, ever in the in the Colorado Rocky Mountains, we'll have elk steak and.
0: And climb a fourteener. I will be. I will be. I will hundred percent. That is the Colorado Rocky Mountains is on my list, so I'll be there as soon as I can. And yeah, uh, you're always welcome back for a beer and to wave at a sheep in Ireland anytime you want.
1: I would. I would be delighted. You better watch it because I have a tendency to take people up on those kinds of offers because I do like to go do new things and travel.
0: So yeah. Well, the, the 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 invite still stands. Uh, cool. we'd love to have you. Well, awesome. Amy, thank you so much for, for coming on and, and sharing this time with me and, and sharing your story with the hiker audience. Uh, best of luck with the Wanderling as well. It is a fantastic product. Look, as I said, it's one of those ones where, like I cannot believe that this does not exist already. Um, and yeah, best of luck with that. And yeah, let's catch up soon.
1: Yeah, you too. Let's uh, let's get everybody outside.
0: Really am grateful to be able to speak to people like Amy on this show on a weekly basis. It's a great time for me to grow and to learn, and hopefully, other people can, can get the same out of this podcast themselves. That's it for this week. Just a reminder to anyone who's interested in the wandling jackets or products. If you head over to the website, use the code HIKER10, that's or 10 at checkout, and you'll get 10% off. That's it for this week. Back next week with another podcast. Until then.